0: Welcome to Radio Rehab. I'm your host, Dana. I'm an addict and alcoholic. This is a show for other addicts and alcoholics and also for their families and for anyone who knows us. If this is your first time listening, we have over 300 episodes in the bank. You can go back and listen to all of them. If you can't get to a meeting right now, which is completely understandable, you can go back and listen to any of our episodes. Please do. We welcome you. And if you like what you hear please rate, subscribe, and like us because uh, it makes me happy. Gives me a reason to wake up tomorrow. This is episode two of my three-part series with my dear friend, Andy. If you missed the first part, please go back and listen because you're right in the middle of it. In this episode, we talk about the gifts of sobriety and pet loss while in recovery. Welcome to Radio Rehab. Here's your host, Dana Keys.
1: 2001 is when you know 9/11 happened. Yep. And I had a plane ticket for 10/11 to go back to New Jersey for the first time ever to see my family since I got sober. I'd never flown sober, and I was going into Ground Zero. Yeah. And I didn't want to go. And all my litter maids and my sponsors said, "You can do this. Take us with you." So one of the guys gave me his 24-hour chip, which I still carry to this day. He went out, but I still have it. And I did it, and um, I got to Newark. I mean, there were marshals on the plane. When you're landing, I mean, everything was still smoking. I mean, it was scary. It was scary, but I didn't drink. I didn't drink, you know? And then my dad had somebody pick me up at the airport because he was kind of old, and I got to the door, and I rang the bell, and he came to that door. And he gave me the first hug he'd ever really given me, and he just looked at me, and he said, I am so proud of you, and we both cried. I mean, for all the bad things that we do, that's the good shit that we get to do. You know, we, we, we mess up our families, but we get to get it back. And so I got to see my daughter. Yeah, I know. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I got to see my daughter. Um, so her wedding was in March and I got to be the mother of the bride with one year sobriety. And I had got to face her father, who I hadn't seen in years, you know, who I'd known since I was 14, and his dad, and all of our friends, and I didn't have to have a drink. And luckily, my sponsor had kind of, she went through the same thing just before that with her daughter had gotten married. She, so she told me, she said, remember, this is about your daughter, not about you. And I was so glad she did, because my daughter was really busy with, it was her wedding, not mine. But yeah. Know, I danced and I I drank it you know water and it was didn't care and I had so much fun you know my brother was there and he danced and he stepped on my foot and broke my toe and, and, <laughs> <laughs> and it was great you know and, and and that's what we get to do you know and, and so in two thousand one no two thousand two right after I was a year sober I met a guy in the program um, and he had a mobile. And he wasn't going to be needing it, so he asked me if I wanted to, to to rent it from him, which I didn't. Eventually, bought it. So when I told my daughter that I was going to live in a trailer, she sent me a pair of pink flamingos, so I could be trailer trash. Oh.
0: <laughs> that's how it's that's how it started. So yeah, somebody... I think they're cute. I don't see them like that, but I okay, I see, I get it. But
1: how the whole thing started? So somebody else thought it was funny, and they gave me another pair. Well, I have. I stopped counting at 200 (laughs) (laughs) and I mean most of them are gifts and you know for somebody that was invisible to have people not only see me but like me it's pretty amazing so you know Jim and I ended up getting married. It it didn't work out either. Um, but today, we're best friends. We actually live next door to each other, <laughs> <laughs> which, you know, I, that's, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> but I was able to, after we got divorced, um, I was able to actually get back into the mobile home park. I live next door to the one I used to own. And its name is Flamboyance, which means bright, colorful, and meant to be noticed, which oh, is kind of me. So, nice I mean... Too. That, but, but, this is who I've become, you know all my life I was this this person that was trying to come out, and I didn't even know I was running away from her, and I didn't know why today, I like me, you know i it's like today I take chances, you know it's like two thousand and nine, so there was a scooter shop in front of Safeway, yeah I always wanted to ride a motorcycle. I mean, I did on the back, but never the front. And I thought I was too old. So John, who was in the program and worked at the shop, said, why don't you get a scooter? And I said, you get a pink one and then come talk to me. Well, one day he comes walking into the store and I looked at him and he goes, we got a pink one. I went, oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) So I bought it. (laughs) So I took the motorcycle safety class. So here I am. I'm the only female. I'm, I'm on a scooter. They're all on. Bikes And I'm thinking, this is insane. So I was like, I, I'm 50 something years older and I've never even ridden a dirt bike, you know? So, but so then the second day, so, so the first day was kind of road and books. And the second day you had to take the actual road test. So I'm thinking, I can't do this. Well, then we're giving their names and there's this guy who I kept looking at and I kept thinking, I know him and I couldn't place him. Talk about a god shot. He was my counselor at Campobello. Yeah. <laughs> so that just said to me, you're right where you're supposed to be. And I, so I went up to him and I said, um, you are re- really, I said, do you remember me? And he goes, yeah. And I said, you're really mean to me. And he said, are you still sober? And I said, yeah. And he goes, guess that's what you needed, huh? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so I went, okay. guess now. know. And I got on my scooter and I passed the test.
0: And oh, that's awesome.
1: Motorcycle license and I went home and Colleen and Gretchen came over on their Harleys and I had my <laughs> little pink pink vest it wasn't a Vespa, it was a Chinese scooter then. And I we you know, I I got my license and it was Mother's Day and then that night I was in the hospital and had my appendix out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I thought it was nerves <laughs> that, uh, yeah i would have too you had no idea and you just ended up getting an appendicitis
1: yeah so it's like that night i'm laying on the floor and jim's like what's wrong and i said something's not right here and he takes me to the hospital so i have my appendix out you know i, I oh. always like to be bigger than life <laughs> but you know and then last two years ago i did try to get a real you know my real motorcycle i said and i took the class again but on a motorcycle and it just didn't work out But, you know, I'm proud of myself for having the courage to do it. And this is what you get to do in the program. I mean, I have an amazing sponsor. I've worked the steps. I work with other women. You know, my pink cloud has feathers. Um,
0: That's the first time I've ever heard that. I love that.
1: I have never lost my joy of the program. I still do meetings. I, you know, I, I am so honored to be doing this because if one person gets one thing out of this, then it was worth it. You know, I've been able to work with some women that had I not been through the things I've been through, I wouldn't have been able to help them. Because if you haven't been through, you know, abuse, you, you don't understand it and it's, yeah. and it's a horrible situation, but you know, I've been able to help other women, you know? So there's a reason why I went through it and, and I figure that's what it is. I don't, I don't question anything anymore. You know, today I have an incredible relationship with my daughter. Um, I have two grandsons, 16 and 14. They call me Grandy. <laughs> oh, that's cute. I old enough to be Grandma. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so I'm, I'm, Andy with, I'm Andy with a grr. <laughs> <Right. laughs>
0: yeah. You're too glamorous. You should be glamor or something.
1: <laughs> Grandy works fine.
0: I like Grandy. I do too. You know, um, you know I, I
1: text her, talk to her every day. You know, today I, think I sent the boys, all, I made them all camouflage masks so they're so, and I made it for my son-in-law too so that he didn't feel left out. I have a <laughs> son-in-law, I love him. But I mean, my, you know, my life is wonderful. You know, I, all my friends are in the program, and, and so God takes really good care of me. I do whatever I can. Here's one of my cats. This is, here's Romo. Oh, I
0: know. <laughs> I'm like, I see a floof in the background. It's killing me. I just want to dive through the screen. Oh, look at that kitty. <laughs> this a small
1: one. He's only 15 pounds. Buster's on the other couch. He's 19. Oh!
0: But For everyone listening, Andy has Maine Coons, and they're the most beautiful giant floofs you've ever seen. They're gorgeous. So no, I mean, I...
1: You know, I, I, I owe everything to this program. You know, I I was willing. I surrendered. I worked the steps to the best of my ability, and I still do. And, you know, mm-hmm. every morning I get up and I ask God to, to please keep me sober today. And when I go to bed, I thank him for one more day of sobriety. I read five different books every morning. I have since I got sober, and I don't know which one I don't need, so I just do it. You know, and, and yeah. that's... And that's, that's pretty much how I do it, you know? I, I work with a sponsor, I work with sponsees. Um, my life is good. I am very blessed.
0: You know, I get to know people like you. I feel the same way. And it's so funny because everybody I know who I whose program I respect and who I look up to, that's, that's exactly the one thing they all say is, I thank God for another day sober when I go to bed, and then I ask for another one when I wake up in the morning. And that's the only, cause I'm, I've been a chronic relapser, you know, and like, that's the only thing I've done different this time when people are like, well, what's different. I'm like, I do that. And it's really, I mean, it seems so simple, but I mean, it's definitely in the book and it's, it's, you know, in there on those pages that that's what we're supposed to do. And it works. But You
1: have to read this book.
0: <laughs> yes, right. Oh my God. You know, cause, because, because I, I grew up with a dad in AA and, you know, when my parents were throwing me in rehabs, I remember my dad's friends showing up because they sponsored, you know, men at the rehab. And they would say just stuff that would drive me nuts. Like, see that book? Why don't you pay attention into what's in between the pages? And just real dad stuff that was, you know, and I was like, well, I'm definitely not gonna read it now because I'm 17 and I'm a jerk. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but like, when I finally did it, I was like, oh, wow. It's brilliant. There's just so much in there. Like doesn't matter when it's written or what voice it's written in, or or for me personally, what pronouns are used, it's just the base, the principles work for me. You know?
1: It's 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 all there. You know, and every time I read, you know, I I go to book studies and step studies. And each time I read it, it's like, wow, I don't remember reading that because where you are in your program depends on what you'll hear.
0: But it's all good. I know there's so many stories that I got to in the back of the book, you know, I read the first 164 pages again, and everything seemed new to me, you know, all, like four and a half years ago, but when I got to the stories, I'm like, these were all new, and my sponsor was like, no, nah, they're really not, kiddo, <laughs> you know, I'm like, this was not here, she's like, it totally was, <laughs> like,
1: well, one story. story different some of them are different than the other ones. oh yeah i
0: know lots of them are. but the ones that i were insisting like were new were the ones that had been there like since the first edition and she's like no no <laughs> like yeah. you were never there but it just dawned on me and it was amazing let me ask you a specific question and i mean this might just be for my own good or no because everybody's gonna relate to this how many cats have you lost in sobriety or
1: when i when i got when I came into the program, I had um, Murphy and Gibby, who were litter mates, and then I got PD when Robert died. So, and then Boo Boo, who Colleen used to have, adopted me, and so I had those four. And then first Boo Boo had to be put down, and then Murphy died just before Jim and I split up. Oh, and then this is all the you know that it, it started twenty eleven was when first Murphy died, then Jim and I split up. So then you go to 2012, that's when I got hurt at work, started with the surgeries. Valentine's Day, my dad died. Um, and it was a Friday morning and it's like I just, he was in New Jersey, so it was like they called me at six o'clock and 7.30 I used to take Nancy to um, the, the, the big book meeting. So I just picked her up because I didn't know what else to do. And I went with my peeps, you know, and told what happened. And then five months later, my mom died. (sighs) And same thing, it was a Friday. So I just picked Nancy up and I went to a meeting, you know, and in the process, I was going through the surgeries, I was going through the divorce, um, and I lost Gibby. Gibby made it, he was my orange cat. Well, first, Petey, Petey died right after I got here. Um, that was a hard, that was the Maine Coon. That was a hard one. That was a real hard one. But, and then Gibby, my orange cat, he was 18 years old and he made it to one year and one week to the day that my mom died. And then he knew I was okay enough and I had to let him go. But then within two weeks, I was online at rescues for Maine Coons and that's how I ended up with Buster
0: and Romo my gentle giants. <laughs> oh, they are. They're such gentle giants. I'm always looking for just like some way to handle that because it's like, you know, I've got, I had litter mates and, and uh, I know you have a PD and I had a P dink and you know, P dink passed away last year. And it was just, you know, right before my grandmother died. And it, I mean, and he was, he and I just were so attached and I'm just always looking. Cause all I did was like the next right thing during that. But you know, right now I'm looking at his sister who is 13 and a half and there's a global pandemic and I can't just go to a meeting, you know, like I have to do zoom things, but I'm also looking at people online who are going through loss of pets and loss of parents and loss of friends, you know, the same way that we always do. But, you know, you were talking about, um, Gretchen earlier, she said something. Cause I, I, I went to her like sobbing, like, what am I going to do when my cats goes, because she and I have the same sobriety date, but 30 years apart. <laughs> so <laughs> she'll have 35 years in September and I'll have, I'll have five. She goes, it's easy. I got to give him back to God. And it was just like so profound yet so simple the way she said that. Like, I had this time with this beautiful creature and now I got to give him back to God. It's like...
1: Oh. And, then, and then you open your heart to some new ones. The love is different, but... I mean, I love these guys as much as I love the other guys. I wouldn't say more, but as much you know, right they, they bring me you know, I rescued these. had I not rescued these, they might be dead, so right. that's what I get to do, and you'll get to do it at some point in time.
0: you know, and then I also you said your heart got bigger. that's what you told me <laughs> on the phone. I love that,
1: yeah, you know, I didn't think I could love. Other cats as much as I love those guys, and I'll always miss them. And that that just shows you that you love them. But these guys are wonderful, you know. They 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 are entertaining. <laughs> they are a handful. <laughs> um, but, but you know that's what we get to do. And then besides that, I volunteer at Pets Lifeline. You know, I'm a cat socializer because God gave me this thing, and I'm really good with cats. Just like that stray that Colleen had that found me. Um, so I help other cats find their forever home. And I feel very blessed that I get to do that, you know, and I've seen the pictures of the people and the happiness that they get. So, you know, it's like, you know, only right now I can't do that because I can't go to the gym, I can't do the cats and I can't watch (laughs) Giants baseball. It's like, God, come on, this is not fun. (laughs) (laughs) I know. But I get to stay sober and I get to do other things, you know?
0: Thank you so much to Andy for being on the show. And thank you so much for listening. Stick around for the next episode, which is ready for you right now, where we discuss growth in sobriety and Andy learning who she is with double digit sobriety. If you want to be on the show or you know anyone who should be on the show, please contact us. The email is radio rehab at gotoproductions.com. That's go G-O-T-O productionscom You can also call or text 415-496-9511, even when we're not in studio. And on all the socials, it's at Radio Rehab Dana, D-A-Y-N-A. Thank you for listening. Keep coming back.